Welcome to Around the Outside, an IndyCar podcast, episode 15. With your hosts, Chris and Ryan. There you go. Episode 15. It's a milestone. Yeah, it's great. Good news for us. Milestone. It should be about episode 29, had we stuck to our (laughs) weekly thing. Yeah. Which we'll get back to, you know. Correct. uh, We'll get back to, so no big deal. Um, in this episode, it's kind of a short one. Yeah, kind of a short one. We really just talk about kind of news and you know news of off season stuff, uh, yeah. more silly season stuff. It's really still yeah. going on, kind of, because now we get you know some some Ed Carpenter racing news, which yep. we'll talk about. Uh, we'll talk about some Carlin stuff, um, Foyt, uh, Meyer Shank racing. Mm-hmm. We discuss and go over the possibility. Or not possibility of the man Roger Penske just buying everything in the world. Correct. Um, and so you'll see what that is. We'll talk about that, and then we get into like some doubleheader stuff, you know, because there's a lot of talk about doubleheaders. Yeah. So, so it is a short episode for you, but it's a good one, I think. Yeah. Hope you enjoy. So stay tuned. Keep on listening to episode 15. We appreciate your support. Um, keep on listening. To around the outside in IndyCar podcast. Here we go. And welcome back to Around the Outside in IndyCar podcast. And we're just going to be getting into, into some news and rumors type stuff here. There's some stuff that's been coming out. It's hard to find stuff to talk about when it's the off season. Uh, but we got to find a way. There's always stuff that comes out. <laughs> uh, very interesting article on racer.com um, by Robin Miller about uh, his top 10 list. Like, like so on the yep. last episode, we had our top 10 lists, yep. you know, for IMS and a top 10 list for the series. And then Robin comes out with a top 10 list. And um, I really liked them all. Um, yeah, they all look like good ideas to me. It, um, the biggest thing they talked about, or one of them they talked about, was you know that I completely agree with him on is the purse, and uh, that's been a big issue for a while now. Right, he talks about how you know how Roger knows everybody, and um, you know if if there's anybody out there to be known, Roger knows them. Um, so he'd like to see. You know, he talks about John Menard, mm-hmm. you know, and even goes so far as to say, like, it would be like the Menards 500 at Indianapolis, you know, like he, huh. would, he wouldn't even mind that. But, yeah. um, you know, somebody that can pony up $5 million as a title sponsor and, and just put all of that money as the purse, you know, and then adding another million dollars for qualifying, you yep. know, so the risk versus reward factor for the fast nine is there, but. Um, that's his number one thing he talks about is the purse, right? Mm-hmm. At the 500, the purse has to go back up. Um, number two is bringing the apron back. I agree with that. One um, too. I agree with that too. I've read I've, some things on Twitter, you know, where people are posting where they don't know about it. It kind of scares them. And I've never seen the apron, you know, um, live and in person at least. Right. Um, I would love to, to have it brought back. Um, you know, it creates better racing. I think it, it, it makes it a, you know, it makes it a legit two groove, mm-hmm. two groove track through the corners. Um, 
again, risk reward factor, you know, but they ran with it forever. And I mean, they could mm-hmm. still run with it. It's not like they're doing just outlandishly faster speeds than they were before right. they got rid of the apron. So I say, bring it back. Um, he talks about putting fences up on pit, pit wall. Again, you can read this on racer.com, but um, I'm just hitting on the, uh, this is the one that got me, man. This is the, this is the best idea I think that he has. And, and, you know, being that in Indiana, they just passed recently the, um, sports, betting. the online sports, betting, <laughs> right. Is that he wants, he wants them to put paramutual windows at the track, which means, <laughs> right. If you don't know what that is, is you walk up and you make a bet. Right. That'd be awesome. Um, and I've heard him in interviews talk about this. He even talked about it with Roger Penske when he interviewed Penske about how they need to do this at the track. And um, he, there would be all kinds of um, uh, prop bets, you know, like mm-hmm. okay, who's going to lead this lap and, you know, who's going to make the most passes on this restart and who's going to, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. You could, t- you could bet on it real time. That you would know? be fantastic. They'd make a ton of money. They would make, make a ton of money. Um, I do like number eight that he put down here. Don't charge fans to park for practice or qualifying. Just be glad they showed up, right? (laughs) I have said this for a long time, that it is absolutely ridiculous that I got to pay 10 or 20 bucks to park for qualifying. That's crazy, right? That's crazy. And number 10, I really like number 10. I like them all, right? Number nine is Tear Down the Museum but build a new one in a building worthy of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and then bring all of those cars that are hidden away in the basement. Yeah, bring them out. Bring them up. That's why you got them mm-hmm. for people to see. Um, number 10 is keep the dirt track, which we'll see. We, uh, a lot of his stuff aligns with, with what we had a top yeah, 10 stuff with. For sure. He says keep the dirt track, but run the BC-39 in mm-hmm. May. That would be even cooler. Right. Give the winner a ride in the Freedom 100. After a day of testing, <laughs> that's that's sick, man. That's awesome. I that love would it. be pretty cool. I love it. So um, again, you can get on racer.com and read Rob Miller's. Uh, it's called Roger Pinsky didn't ask, but here's my IMS to do list, and uh, it's a pretty good read. So uh, I would encourage everybody out there to to get on and read that. Now, speaking of Pinsky, if you believe uh, the interwebs or you believe Twitter, or you believe whatever it is, Roger Penske is just buying every damn thing. <laughs> yeah, this, that, this came out like a day or two after he bought the track. And I've, I found this like German article. But the headline of it on my Twitter feed was in English. And it says, Penske in contention or wants to buy out the Mercedes F1 team. Right. And I kind of did a double take on it. I was like, huh? And I showed you, you were like, you were like no way. That's fake. And then I think it came out, turned out to be fake. Yeah, I think they I think they talked to Roger Pinsky and he came out and said that 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 is a false story. Even there was a funny tweet from Will Buxton. Um, he tweeted out something along the lines of I think Pinsky's credit card has hit its limit at the moment after just buying the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Well, hearing what he bought the Indianapolis Motor Speedway in the series four, I would say his credit card has not hit the limit. <laughs> um, and, and even if he did overpay for the track, which he didn't, I would say his credit cards probably do not hit the limit. Um, 
uh, Mr. Pinsky is definitely one of those guys in the NCP plan, right? You know what that is? The no car payment plan, oh, yeah. right? When he goes and gets a car, right. it's Pay probably cash. more than more likely his stuff's given to him, right? Very true. Um, but yeah, he's not. He he is not on a car payment plan, which is uh, the majority of us could not imagine that. But however, if he did buy That'd be Mercedes F1. <laughs> Holy crazy. cow. Right? Holy cow. You know how many opportunities that opened for different drivers? Well, to come and that's run? what everybody was saying about the drivers or whatever. But yeah. it was the big thing was about, okay, Pinsky's buying Mercedes F1. So that means Mercedes is coming back to the to IndyCar, yeah. right? They built, or they badged, I should say, they badged the. Uh, you know, his Mercedes engine in 94, mm -hmm. right? The big secret, the beast, they yeah. called it the beast. And, uh, um, that would be sick to see Mercedes that would be awesome. come back to the, I mean, regardless of whether Penske's buying the F1 team, which he says he's not, um, you know, we're talking about a third manufacturer. It'd be pretty sick that to get Mercedes, you know, um, they're going to get somebody uh -huh. just because of Penske yep. who that's going to be. I don't know, but, yeah, when you showed me that, I was like, I was like, holy cow, man! He's he's just like buying everything, right? It's like Black Friday every day for him. He's just he's who'd just be going your crazy. who would be your ideal Penske F1 driver lineup at the moment if you could pick any drivers? That's not an F1. That's not an F1. You can pick some if you want, I guess. But well, I mean, you got to figure if he did buy the team, he would probably keep. I would assume he would keep Lewis. He would probably keep Lewis. He's a six-time champion. Um, I, I, I would assume Botas is out. I would. I would almost put money on it that um, the Mercedes, the Penske Mercedes F1 team would be compromised of Lewis Hamilton and one Joseph Newgarden. That'd be a good lineup. That's what I think. Because Joseph has expressed interest in driving F1. Now, if I'm if I'm Penske and I want to boot Lewis Hamilton, then my Formula One lineup would probably be Joseph Newgarden and Alexander Rossi. The All-American team, baby. Yeah. So, but I don't see that happening. Either. So he's not buying if Mercedes no, no, F1 no, no, to begin no, no. with. So these are all pipe dreams. But, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of crazy, man. Mm -hmm. That's kind of crazy. Uh we talked. We touched on it in the last episode when we when we dropped about when Pinsky bought the track in the series. It hadn't it hadn't been released yet. It was long been rumored. Mm -hmm. But talk about the Harvey mm -hmm. and Dreddy Shank situation. Yeah, we last episode we recorded on a Tuesday, dropped on a Tuesday night. Um, if I remember right, the announcement was made that Friday after that. And it officially came out that Jack Harvey with Meyer Shank Racing would be racing full time, and it's a two-year deal, right? I yeah, believe so. Well, it's yeah, a two-year well, really. deal with Andretti Technologies. So basically, exactly what um, Harding Steinbrenner did last year. So that's really I I wasn't expecting a. I, we were all hoping for it to be a full time ride. But it's even better news. It's a full time ride for two years. Right. That's awesome. He gets yeah. a two year deal. A full time, full. You know, all every race in the series. And then it's cool to see on Twitter. 
because everyone kind of realized, I mean, Jack Harvey outran his teammates last year when he raced for the most part. Yeah. So all of a sudden Jack Harvey becomes a top ten, a top 10 contender at every race. I think. And a little Jack Harvey nugget. Not that anybody cares. <laughs> yeah, I saw this on Twitter. But it turns <laughs> out that Jack Harvey is dating uh, a young lady that you went to high school with. Yeah, she's. I think she's a little older than me, but right. Um, but I coached her her brother, her older brother, her older brother in football, and her younger brother graduated with me in high yeah, school. Yeah, her younger brother graduated. Her younger brother was in your class. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we saw that on Twitter. I saw that had, on Twitter. Yeah, I was like, huh? I had to double take that. I was like, what? You know, how did that happen? Have to be wearing some right. Morrisville High School stuff. Right. So. So we'll uh, figure that out. That, that's kind of <laughs> crazy. Now, here's the question I have, okay? Because there have also been rumors out there, right, that have been in print about Andretti being in talks uh-huh. with Fernando Alonso. That's still crazy. To me. run the Indy 500, okay? So here's the deal. You've got five full-time cars Correct. at Andretti. You've got the Harvey Shank Andretti mm-hmm. Technologies partnership. So Which basically, you do, you do the quick math right there. That makes six. That's six. Okay, you're gonna add a seventh at Indy Whew. for Fernando, and all of this talk and all of this stuff that we've that we're, we've been talking about, and it, it still leaves our dude Connor Daly. Without a ride, Carlin doesn't sign him. Which is that's a shame. Un- well, we'll talk about that in yes, a little bit. Would. But it, that is just unbelievable. Well, even unbelievable. Again, back to Alonzo. I mean, the whole point of McLaren switching to sh- or they McLaren almost basically forced a team to switch to Chevy engines, right? And McLaren's whole idea is they're probably going to run Fernando at Indy, right? Well, that's I think that's their thought. And then all this stuff comes out that. Well, there's a thing about how at the end of the season that, that McLaren and Alonzo are going to reevaluate mm-hmm. their um, <clears throat> his uh, relationship, whatever con- whatever they're calling his contract is with them. But, yep. Um, yeah. So that would be insane if he because that his first 500, he's in a competitive Andretti car. Then he switches to a non-competitive, didn't make the field car. Then all of a sudden he's back in an Andretti car. And that's I don't know, man. If I'm if I'm Fernando, I don't know if I re-sign with McLaren. I don't think I, don't I would personally. I mean, I don't know. You know, um, I think he would have been smart a while ago. I know that he didn't really want to. I kind of wanted to take some time off, but right. if he wanted to get in the realm of IndyCar. Because it almost screwed himself over based on the whole Honda situation. Is the team he wanted to ride with for the 500s to come and maybe even full time? They Honda, they're a Honda team, so Honda had that whole situation pop up, and Honda wanted nothing to do with them. Right. So we'll see how that all works out. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's kind of crazy. Um. That leads us to Ed Carpenter Racing. Which they kind of dropped a thing out of nowhere. Right, I didn't see this coming at and all. And they got rid of Spencer Piggott. That was out of the blue. And no, I don't think anyone speculated that. Reading the uh, 
reading the story, um, I guess, as it was reported, that Spencer and Ed had a handshake deal after Laguna Seca. That they had, they shook on it and said, yep, we're together next year, yada, yada, yada. Turns out that he also told Spencer that, you know, hey, it, it may come down to funding. Yeah. And if that's the case, I'm going to need to go with a driver that brings funding. Mm-hmm. Um, and that seems to be the that case. That seems to be the case, yeah. Because Spencer Piggott is out. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Which well, sucks for Spencer. That's um, bad. I feel bad for him. Ed Jones has been out. We've known that yeah. for a while. So that leaves Ed Carpenter Racing driverless other than Ed, Ed Carpenter, Carpenter on the over. Yeah. So that that leads the question, who the hell is their driver going to be? Yeah, I, after the Piggott announcement was made, which it's I think it's been debunked by now, it was – uh, someone came out and said that was false information, but an article came out that said Renus VK was going to be the full-time driver. Right. And that Nico Hulkenberg right. would become the road course guy. But then I'm sitting here looking at a report on autosport.com. That's from today, isn't it? That is from today. Yeah. Three hours ago. That says F1's Hulkenberg will not join Ed Carpenter Racing in IndyCar. So, that's out. Now that's out. So I'm going to guess with all the testing and rumors we've read, I'm assuming Renus VK ends yeah, but then up. But Renus VK put out a tweet he after did, all those I, rumors. Yep. That and he could, said he hadn't signed, he hadn't he signed, hadn't anything, signed anything and that he doesn't have a ride for next year. So, I mean, I don't know. Who knows what's going on? I'm just right now going I'm, – I'm, If Carpenter's smart, they're signing – Connor Daly. They're signing Connor Daly. Right now. Connor ain't got no money. No. Sorry. So – um, you know, I doubt I don't that know. happens. I wish it would. Uh, I'd rather see Connor Daly in a seventh Andretti car than Fernando. I would agree with okay. that personally. So I'm saying Connor is in at Andretti for Indy. Then yeah. I'm saying Connor's in at Ed Carpenter full time. Right. Connor's back in at Foyt. Connor is in at Carlin. <laughs> and. <laughs> We're just hoping something. I got to keep saying something. Hoping like one of these things will hit. But well, speak. You just said mentioned Foyt there. Um, we were kind of talking about that a little bit earlier. How I even read an article. What's that? It's from the Thirty Three Spots blog, I believe. Right. Um, talks about. I didn't really get into the article in depth, but the headline was talking about. How it was the question of are they going to have two cars in Indy? Will it just be one with Mateus laced one and out? And so that's another C we don't know about. Right. I think we're pretty positive about TK now going back to Foyt. Has that has that been confirmed? Confirmed yet? I don't think it's been confirmed. I, but like I'm, in print, or I anything, think that's the assumption. But I think that's I think that's, the, that's I think that's a done deal. I think that's the assumption is that he is going because the rumor for a while was is that he was going to want a different ride, a better ride to end his career out in. But right, he's headed back to Foy, and the rumors came out that Mateus Lace was wanting Gonzo. was yeah leaving Foy. So that leaves a second seat for them if they want to fill it. If they really wanted to, they could go back to being a one-car team. If they can. Now, you know, you listen to Rob Miller when this whole story broke about ABC Supply Mm -hmm. leaving. um, 
he said that AJ and, and Larry both said that they were going to be a full-time two-car IndyCar team next yeah. year. Now, we all know how that works. You know, yet we're going to be here two cars, and then all of a sudden. Well, it's not, the same thing you know, with. You can't find any money. Ray Hall came out earlier and was saying he was, they were like on the edge of becoming a three-car team next year, and then that never happened. Well, and I think, too, sometimes a team owner will say, yeah, man, we're, we're, we're pretty close. And then all of a sudden that gets blown up into, yeah. you know. But it gets blown up into, like, it's for sure. Right, who knows, but. Um, we'll have to see. My hope is, I just thought about this on the top of my head, because 7-Eleven has come back and sponsored TK the past couple of years right. as a small sponsor. Yeah. Got to get the 7-Eleven card back, right. baby. Interesting thing about Bobby Rahal, I listened to, mm-hmm. um, I think it was Marshall Pruitt's, I think it was Marshall Pruitt's. He did a, a weekend indie car. No, he did a another one, another podcast where he interviewed um, Ray Hall, Michael Andretti, Chip Ganassi, um, Michael Shank. Yeah, about what their feelings were about Penske buying mm-hmm. buying up everything. It's a really good listen to if you if you. It's on his podcast. Um, it's a really good listen to. Um, and I can't remember if it's in that podcast or if it's in the week in IndyCar or somewhere where he talks to Bobby Rahal and they bring up James Hinchcliffe. Yeah. And Rahal says that he would love to run him if he had the money. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he goes on to say, however, at this stage in the game, even if a driver brought $8 million to him, right, the problem would be the problem is not getting haulers, pit mm-hmm. equipment, all that stuff. The problem is finding mechanics, right? Engineers mm-hmm. over the wall true. guys, and and it's not just finding those guys because those guys are out there. You can hire whoever you want to hire, but it's like he said, it's finding quality because mm-hmm. he's not just going to start a third team just to start a third right. team. You know, like he says, if he's going to start a third team, it's that team has to benefit uh-huh. the other two. It has to be Correct. a positive for the other two. So if you start a third team, but you got crap employees, you know, turning wrenches on the car. Then that's not helping anyone. Doesn't help anyone. So right. he said, the and, and the later it gets, you know, moving closer towards the end of the year, the harder it is going to be to to find somebody. That's where Ganassi was, had a luxury uh-huh. because – his when his when his IMSA team closed up, right? Yeah. All those guys were basically IndyCar guys from when he had a four car IndyCar team mm-hmm. and he had good guys. He didn't want to lose them. He put them on the IMSA teams. Yep. Well now they're just coming back to the to that they have the third IndyCar. Yep. So you know So Erickson will be set up pretty well. Right. So there. he was in a he was in a positive light there. Whereas you know Ray Hall's like who are you going to hire? So exactly right. Um, well, that takes us in. You talked about Foyt a little bit, but that takes us into Carlin. Yeah, I don't think anyone has any idea. We haven't heard anything. Nothing. About Nothing. So Connor Daly. If they don't sign him, that like I said earlier, that would be an absolute shame. Connor Daly. If they are, was a beast in those cars, they are dude. Dumb. I'm telling you, he was him. a stud in those cars. He was. And all, for like the years 
like every year or every race Carlin's been in, it's not like they've been competitive. And I know they're a new team and they're working hard, but all of a sudden you throw Connor Daly in there. Yeah. He was doing good. It's the same crew that Max Chilton missed the 500 with. Right. Same exact crew. Yeah. And then I remember going to Gateway and Connor Daly just ripping it around there. Oh, he was driving from the back because he had a. Um, I think that was another race where he got screwed over in qualifying. Yeah, he, he qualified the first after car the, out. the NASCAR chumps that dropped a bunch of oil. The so whatever series was there, he drives from the back. I think he was up to sixth at one point. I K&N forget where he Western finished. Or whatever. Yeah. So who knows? That's that's two cars. Yeah. You know, I've read in the past where you know, you know, Lord help us, Charlie Kimball's <laughs> trying to to you know get sponsorship funding up for a full year and what, you know, who knows, but, you know, and then who knows what, um, Max Schilton's going to do. Yeah. We don't, we haven't heard like, I mean, it's like the whole Carl thing we just talked about. We just haven't heard anything from any drivers or any team. We haven't heard anything. So we'll see. That's, uh, that's, that's our, I guess, silly season update. If per se, if you want to, if you want to talk about it, um, like I said, not a whole lot of news out there. Um, not at the moment. No, we're going to start, you know, in our following episodes, I think we're going to start covering, like, we're going to pick an old Indy 500 to talk about. Yeah. Like, you know, just watch random, the race. you know, yeah. and we're going to, you know, kind of break down the race. And that should be kind of fun. But Probably break down the month of May, too, a little bit. Last thing that, that I think we're really going to talk about that's that's come out is is there's a lot of talk about doubles. Yeah. Right? Double headers with, with NASCAR. NASCAR and IndyCar. Um, you know, I, for one, would prefer to, uh, I don't know, not see it. I'd rather than do double headers with IMSA. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely don't want to see a double header at the 500. I think uh, an IMSA double header at the. And I don't mean the Indianapolis 500. I mean the track. Yeah. You know, per se. I'm I'm talking about with NASCAR here. Yeah, I think a IMSA double header at the Grand Prix would be pretty cool. Now that would be cool. That I could live with. I right. That I could live cool. with. But let's talk about IndyCar NASCAR yeah, double headers and about, and where right. we could do it at. So obviously, since Joseph Winton did some exhibition laps on the Roval. The Everybody's Roval. talking the Charlotte about Roval. Charlotte and the Roval. Right? And the cars got to get there first. Um, you know, I, you know, if you're going to do one, do let's just, let's do, do one at uh gateway. You do gateway. You do one at if Richmond. If NASCAR wants to go there. I, you don't have too many options. I mean, cause I don't, we don't really race at the same tracks as much as we used to. I say, you put them on a track like Pocono, yeah, and you run them together. <laughs> I don't know how well that would end, right? And you give the NASCAR guys like a handicap, like a five lap lead or something. I don't, you know, I don't know. And then well, just, the Indy cars would still blow them out of the water. Just, well, I know, but that's the point. You know, I don't know, <laughs> but I don't know. I'd much rather see double headers with them. So they do it at they do um, Long Beach. They, they do it twice. They do it at Long yeah. Beach and Toronto. Where else do they do IMSA? They do it. They Is do it Road two America? of them. Maybe Road America. I'm not sure, but they do two of them. Um, St. Pete would be awesome. St. Pete would be cool. Right. St. Pete would be awesome to see uh, IMSA down there. Mm-hmm. Um, Laguna. 
right? Because they already run. They're really their their dates are really close together. Yeah, right. Either it's either a week or two weeks apart. One of the two. Um, but you could do Laguna. That would be sweet. And um, gosh, I'm trying to think. The GP would be sweet. I think the GP Especially would if be they cool. made the GP a night race. Correct. Brought in some temp lights, you know, yep. for the main straightaway, That'd whatever. Be awesome. That would be cool. Um, any road course, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how the IMSA cars would fare down at like uh, Birmingham. Yeah, I don't know. But that's a I'm cool sure track. They, too. I'm sure they'd be okay there. Yeah, I just, you know. So, anyways. Well, I think that's it, man. Yeah, we're gonna do. We're, I mean, it's the first time ever we've done one segment. I know. So, um, like just, I said, we just got done with season. So, next episode will be uh, what we're gonna have some some we'll have vintage some Indy five hundred stuff or for something. You. We'll have some type of segment. So, why don't you take us out? Yep. Thank you for listening again. Um, follow us on Twitter at around underscore outside. I know it's a weird name, but that's what we were given. Uh, we'll, we post content there pretty – not as often as we did in season, but anytime an article pops up or anything like that, we'll give our opinion on it. I do want to say that we also oh, have – We do officially have our new Instagram up. Right. And it is – this is all one word here, around the outside IndyCar. Correct. So go follow that on Instagram. And right now we have a whole three pictures up there. So how many followers do we have? We have five followers. That's what I'm talking about, okay. baby. Five followers. One of them is you. Yes. So that takes us down to four. I'm, I'm sure one of them. And and of the four, we know personally three of them. <laughs> so there's one. So we have one. Who's the one? Kenneth Ma- Kenneth Magnuson. Kenneth Magnuson. Shout yes. out to you, Kenneth. Right. Shout out to you. So, yeah, from Sweden. That's cool. Now he's in uh, Latvia. Cool. I so, do. Yeah, shout out, Kenneth. Appreciate the follow on, on Instagram. Um, Again, go follow us there now. Yeah. We'll have that up. We have that up and running. And so. Again, that is around the outside IndyCar, all one word. All one so. word. All lowercase, I believe, correct? Yeah. yeah. All lowercase. So. so, again, thank you for listening. Like we said, we'll have some more content coming out for you guys. Uh, hope you enjoyed this one. That's been IndyCar. Or that's been, <laughs> it's, it's been around that's, the outside. IndyCar, IndyCar podcast. podcast. We're out. See you.